Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the American Rugby Show. I'm one of your hosts, Alex Corbacero. This is the State of the Union. This is where we have on some of the biggest games, whether it be in the global game, in the MLR, wherever it is. And right now, this week, we are joined by an absolute superstar of the MLR. This guy has been on an absolute tear in a season where his team has been struggling at times. He has risen to the occasion, had a breakout season in one of the hottest commodities in USA Rugby and the MLR. We have none other than San Diego Legion's Sam Wuching on for the State of the Union. Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Been watching the been watching the podcast and all these videos for a long time or since it started. So I'm excited to be on here. Fan since day one. I absolutely love it, brother. Uh, from from Hawaii, now in San Diego. Uh, by the way, of Vegas this season. It's been a bit of an up and down season for the Legion. We talked to Robbo. Uh, we've touched on it on the pod. But you guys have had a little bit more time back in San Diego now, starting to get a bit more continuity. And we finally saw that with your first uh, with your result this weekend, where you guys really turned it on and an impressive win against uh, Nola. Yeah. I mean, I think it's we, we're home. Everyone's getting comfortable, and you know the boys uh, finally got a nice defensive system being built in there. And I think we really got to implement it during this weekend. And a lot of boys have a lot of you know steam built up, and you know it's good to play on home soil, even though it wasn't really home, but you know in San Diego. So we got to represent the city in San Diego, and you know. Yeah, congratulations on the win, uh, Sam. Uh, a massive victory and like just great to have everyone back uh, somewhat at home now and uh, getting comfortable. You mentioned, um, you mentioned the defence there and um, you, you guys have started working with Phil Greening, uh, who's obviously had a huge impact over the years with USA 7s. He's also coached the 15s. Uh, yeah. you know, a great guy, a great rugby mind and a great person to have involved. So, so what's his impact been, mate? And... Um, because you could clearly see the evidence of, of, of the work you've been doing there. Yeah. Uh, he's had a tremendous impact. I mean, he's been with us maybe three weeks now, and I think slowly and slowly and slowly we're starting to, you know, buy into his system and, and starting to learn his system. You know, he came in, kind of stripped everything down, and, uh, you know, we, we started building that now. And I think um, this weekend was a big, you know, testament of what he has to offer for the club and, yeah, it was great to just get back out there and play Legion defense as as you know, as we used to. Yeah, and I think one of the big things about that as well, I mean, you guys have clearly bought in. You know, there's no doubt you guys work as hard as anyone in the league or pride yourself on working harder. So you probably just need a bit of a system there to, to play to. And I think it probably frees up um, Scott um, Murray to do... He's been doing a very good job with the forwards. Uh, Testy's got the attack. I mean, attack. You score a lot of tries, right? And and you think about if you now get energy from your defense, you're scoring from turnovers. You can score even more tries as well. So I, I think it frees yeah. everyone else up to 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 really be good in their roles as well. So it's really exciting yeah. going forward. And just exactly. looking at your fixture list, uh, you you know how, how are you approaching the next few games? Because you've got seven fixtures left, four of them at home, and hopefully hopefully three at Torero with fans. Yeah, I mean. Playing at home, you know, Legion is always good at playing at home. And I think our fans, too, you know, really give us that energy to, 
you know, push through and have good games as, as we had in the past. And I think, you know, all the boys are excited. You know, we have a bye week this week. And uh, to come off a win going into that bye week, I think, you know, we keep the spirits high, get healthy. Hopefully those guys that are injured can get, you know, get right and get get training and get back on the on the pitch. And then, uh, yeah, we'll just go one game at a time. You know, we're looking forward to Houston and, and then on from that. And now a word from our sponsor. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbooks experts. So en- enough of this, uh, you know, we'll, they'll get more of the stat chat and all these sort of technical stuff <laughs> and all that good stuff. So, I mean, I know you as a personal personal friend of mine, you know, getting in the water, surfing and, and everything else. Um, and, and, and I know you play your best rugby, you know, and I'm just saying you, but I'm saying everybody plays their best sport when they're happy. Um, yeah. You know, you got the call, up, you know, saying, oh, we're leaving Vegas. We're going back to San Diego. I mean, was it kind of like ending of World War II where all the soldiers were celebrating in the, in the trenches and just, just party time and being way back to the family, being on the beach? Bruh, it was like, it was crazy. We got the, okay, boys, we got a Zoom call coming in. The owners want to tell us some some big news. Everyone's like, oh, no, what is it? Like, oh, like maybe we got a field or maybe, you know, because it was, it was tough for us over there. You know, the state wouldn't let us have nothing. Like, we were training on, like, I don't know, the little sidewalk, piece of grass, you know, outside. Like, that's what we were training on. So we get there, and, and the, the owners call up, and he's like, all right, guys, like, we have a few more games, and then we've got you guys a new stadium. And everyone's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And he's like, it's going to be located, you know, somewhere in, in North County, San Diego. And everyone's kind of like, what the? And they're like, oh, you're coming home. And everyone was kind of shocked at him. I was like, what? Coming home? What do you mean? Like you guys will be back in San Diego in two weeks. We're taking, we're moving the team back, and every, and me, I was the first one. I was jumping up like, yeah, let's go. I'm out of here. Let's go. And everyone was just screaming, hugging, whatever. I mean, it was a tough time for us over there, but at least you know the relationships. You know, we built strong relationships and guys that you know maybe you wouldn't hang out with or whatever. We all got you know super close, and I think yeah. So everyone was stoked. I, I bet. I bet. So, so tell me the, the top three things you did, your first yeah, food, yeah. your first beverage, <laughs> your first activity away from rugby. What did the, I, my guess is, you know, if I guess it'd be burrito surfing, you know, something yeah. else. But what, what, right. would, what would be your top right. things that you did? I came in, I think I, we got here at 4 PM. I don't, I don't know where we were staying, anything. I, we went right to the storage, grabbed our boards, put them on the, the, the roof. Boom, went down to, uh, what was it, pipes or went somewhere, went right in the water, catch a few. It was like a hurricane out there. It was terrible. There was no surf, no nothing. But me and the wife, we're like, nah, no matter what, we're getting in the water, getting in the water. So we got in, caught some whitewash. There was, there was absolutely no shape of wave or anything. But we got out there, paddled out, felt amazing, got some California burritos, and then, you know, went from there. It was awesome. And we're back, and we're back, finally. And we're back. 
No, All I right. mean, like like Corb said in, in the intro, I mean, you, you've had, you know, an outstanding, you know, first half of the season. Um, and, and, you know, once I hung out my boots and, and, and I became a complete fan, you've definitely been a fan favorite. My fan, my best player, you know, of, of the back row, of just the running lines and just the aggressiveness, your defense, you've been an all-around player. I mean, uh, and, and I understand, you know, being part of teams – um, that haven't been, you know, getting the results. Um, that, you know, back row is one of those positions where you can still stand out. You can still, yeah. you know, make your mark and, and and ultimately, you know, do that. So all credit to you. But it seems like from it. last weekend, um, the the guys are catching up and everybody's buying in. And, and I mean, I mean, have a have a bye week when you're getting some steam, or is that a bad week? What what are your thoughts on that? I think I think personally, for me. Bye weeks, eh, kind of kill the vibe. But in 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 terms of San Diego Legion, we really need a bye week. Like as a team, we need to you know reset. And you know it's been a huge journey coming coming home right back into it. You know we have injuries, we have people that are playing seventy percent. And I think as a team, you know this is going to be good. You know good for us to get players back on the pitch and and uh, yeah, so be good. And just on your game, Sam, because uh, the guys have alluded to it, but we've got tackles made, 10th in the league, tackle breaks when you're carrying, 10th in the league, carries second in the league, running meters second in the league, minutes played uh, first in the league. So maybe you, you could do a little rest as well. But I'm just thinking in that bye week, <laughs> is there any, any other stats you're looking for? I mean, how else can you get your name up there? Are you, are you working on your kicking game or what can it be next? Think of going for that drop kick, yeah. drop back in the in the pocket. You've got to have it in the locker. One hundred percent, one for one. That's it. One for one hundred. And then retire the drop drop kick game. I like it. And then done, done. Nice. Nah, nah. I, yeah. I have an I idea, mean, mate. If they, I feel like if they actually played you in the centres, there was a time where Legion, you know, they couldn't find any backs, you know, any side of the, of this side of California, and I was like. Maybe some at 12, you know, seeing you off some of those five man, some of those carries, uh, you know, th- I think that's the next evolution in getting your stats up. Yeah, mate. There, after I think it was the LA game, we had a whole bunch of injuries and literally the coaches that were in the meeting, they were saying, all right, Frick, we got to put Tom at 12. Like, there's no <laughs> other option. So I come in there, I'm like, Testy, man, you know what I said? I'm ready for that 12, man. Let me know, get that ball. Playmaker 12, you know. Drop goal 12. Whatever. Whatever you need. <laughs> yeah, you drop yeah. goal 12. Nah, and then, uh, luckily, we got we got uh, Tian, Tian Lutz in there. So, you know, I got I got dropped from the backs, but it's all good. The Rangers. Go the back. Rangers dropped the Rhino. What? The Rangers dropped the Rhino, <laughs> man. I can Crazy. tell you one thing. I used to play 12, and I would not want to be facing Sam at 12. That's for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be running into Sam anytime <laughs> these days. So seeing some of those collisions, bro. Mate, there's, there's no doubt about it. You play with your heart on your sleeve. You bring that sort of Samoan pride, you know, through your Hawaiian Samoan roots that sort of, sort of, you know, bleeds out into your game. And a lot of that heritage yeah. is, is what brought you to rugby and, and took you away from a path of that potentially could have could have gone the football route with a standout college career uh, up in Washington. Um, you know, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I've spoke a lot on that. And I think, you know, it really comes down to, you know, the love for the, the sport. You know, I love rugby, but not just for rugby. Like, I love 
I love the community and the people that you meet and, and, you know, in football, it's very, you know, one dimensional, you try to get yours and you secure what you can do. And, and, you know, after training or, or after, you know, practices and stuff, you, you kind of, you do your own thing. Locker room, it's very separated. Um, positions are very separated and, and rugby just has that, you know, collaboration of all kinds of people from around the world, you know, ages, sizes, whatever. And, and, you know, everyone's together, you know, in the locker room, drinking a beer together after a game with the other opposing team and, you know, smashing each other on the field, talking ish on the field and then coming all after, you know, shaking hands like, man, that was a good hit or man, you were in that good line and stuff like that. You know, I love that kind of stuff. And I've, and I've always been someone kind of, you know, built for, for memories and, and, and experiences and, not so much for the money because, you know, I wouldn't be in rugby if it was for that. But, you know, yeah, and, and I've just – I've got so many cool memories and, and have traveled to so many cool places and met so many cool people. And, yeah, that's – I feel like that's that's why I, you know, chose that rugby path. And, and I love the game too, you know. I, I think, yeah, my the, – the way I play sports, you know, fits better rugby than, than you know, football. <laughs> Now, you, I mean, you, you definitely express yourself and, and you can tell that you enjoy being out there. You enjoy, you know, sort of uh, everything that happens inside the lines and outside the lines. So that's that's a credit to you. So, you know, just, just the next sort of thing, you know, what I want to know and I'm sure a lot of people want to know, like, what's next for you? I mean, do you have goals set? Do you want to do, you know, bigger, better things? Are you happy? You know, I know you and your wife are uh, you know, avid surfers loving it in North County, San Diego. But uh, do you have do you have some goals listed out? Do you have some some things that you want to reach? Uh, you know, plateau again. I mean, are you able to? Sh- do you want to share with that? Because obviously, uh, you know, so the world is yours. Yeah. I think uh, I think I'm I'm getting into my you know what is that five golden years ahead, and and I think you know I'm just now getting into you know my prime and how I want to play and, and figuring out what type of a player I am. And, and, uh, you know, I, I've told holds this since the beginning, like, you know, I want to play overseas. Like that's, that's my goal. And, and, uh, you know, coming in and getting some experience from all these guys here and, 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 you know, learning to, to love the game again and, and, you know, just getting those memories, getting the, that, you know, cohesiveness with rugby and just, you know, getting back together and um, learning from all these big guys. But yeah, uh, I'm looking to cross the pond at some point, you know, so hopefully test, test the waters. Is, is there a, is there a league that you focus on or is it just sort of the experience of, of it? I mean, cause there, I mean, that's, that's kind of what you have to, whenever the, the, that comes up. I mean, there's, that's the best thing about rugby. It's kind of like soccer. There's professional leagues all over the world. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, you have Southern Hemisphere, and those are a handful of leagues down there. Then you have, obviously, uh, in Asia. Then you have in Europe, uh, you know, another couple handfuls of, uh, of leagues and, and seasons. Yeah. You have, do you have one kind of, you know, on your scope and on your vision board? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'd love to be in France. You know, my wife is – she's – French speaker and she was born in Switzerland, grew up in Belgium and, you know, have her family as French and that's her first language. And, um, but yeah, you know, coming from, you know, a small Island and stuff like that, having to work always and always and always to get, you know, to achieve, you know, where I've gotten, um, I think as 
if any opportunity that I can get to a place, you know, I don't care what division it is. I know that once I get there, I'll be seen and, and I'll be able to, you know, work and do how I play and, and I'll be picked up and, and, and so forth. So, you know, that's just what I'm working on. You know, if I can get a little shot somewhere overseas or, you know, maybe I am getting a shot overseas and then, you know, hopefully I can play my game and be, get picked yeah. up. Uh, well, I hope some uh, directors of rugby uh, uh, over in France are, are, are watching this and, and seeing your highlight video because uh, you'll definitely have your inbox full. Um, you know, and, and, and what a great way to you know go into it. You know, a lot of people that are that are at your level or, or you know that are good enough to be in it are very picky. They're only going to be you know okay, I'll go to France. Yeah. And, you know, these three or four teams. You know, in this area of everything else, it has to be on the top division. I have to yeah. you know, have the champagne contract clause and all these sort of things. You, I mean, of course, you're just going to grind it out and do the thing. So that, oh, that's, that's awesome. I'm also realistic. You know, my name's not Todd Clever. I'm not the, you know, the most capped eagle. You know, <laughs> an American, an American capped is tough. You know, even though I'm someone, have someone passport. It's like, oh, I got the USA. You know, by my name, rugby player, and you know, if you're not Todd Clever, like I said, you might not get. You know. So as long as I get over there, whatever league it is, you know, I know, I know my ability. I know I can shine. I know I'll outwork, you know, I, I'll just put my nose down and, and I'll be seen and I'll be picked up. So that's just, you know, that's yeah, how I've yeah, always been man. as a kid. Good and, man, Sam. And, you know, you've already, you've always been very clear um, about what's important to you. And we can hear that in speaking to you. Just before I come back to that, I just want to mention, pick up on one thing, Todd. You hope that the DORs in Europe are listening? Of course they are. All the DORs are tuning into this show. Come on now. What are you talking about? about Sam's phone's going to be ringing off the hook. Um, so anyway, that's just part of our millions of our listeners out there in the, in the Premiership and the top 14. Sam, <laughs> what I was talking about there with you being clear um, on what's important to you, I couldn't agree more. You know, life is about uh, relationships and experiences, right? And that's uh, what we built it on in Legion, you know, and that's why we were all so proud to be part of that organization. And you, you gave so much to that. And listening to you speak is, has always been inspiring to me. And I'm, I'm sure it's inspiring to young rugby players in America now, to, that, that journey you've been on. Are there any moments that you can touch on, like specific moments where you're like, this is what rugby's about, whether it be, you know, games that you've won or, you know, having a beer with certain people after or, or, or just, uh, you know, seeing your wife on the pitch after or, you know, your parents and your family that have been there along the way. Are there certain moments that have, why rugby's meant so much to you? I mean, there's so many moments. Every game, there's a new moment that, I, you know, I cherish and I can put back in that, you know, that memory book. But, uh, no, I think one of the, the biggest moments I think would probably be the 2019 final. Um, we didn't win, which is fine, you know, it's fine. And, you know, my parents and my, my dad and, and all that were there, and you know, with all that emotion and, you know, in football and all these other sports directly after a game, you don't get to interact with, with family, fans, with loved ones, whatever. So, you know, after taking a big loss and having family right there, being involved and be able to hug them and, and express emotions of what the game felt like really not only did it inspire me, but it's like, man, if, if, if that's the support you get and, and we get to see these fans and these people and just be, you know, ground level with these guys. And yeah, I mean, I, it was, it was a great moment for me. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love to see kids. I love to see, 
young guys running on the field, like super stoked, whether they're in the fans or um, in the stands or running on the field, you know, that just inspires me because I see myself in, in those shoes, you know, um, didn't get to, to watch rugby so much besides on TV because I'm in Hawaii, but just to see little things and see myself in those kids, how excited, how pumped they are, you know, coming up to me like, man, I'm going to wear that number six, seven jersey when I'm when I'm playing for Legion. Wow. I'm going to play for Legion. I'm, you know, that stuff really hits home for me. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, you can, you can put anything, you know, in that. Those so, kids are going to play for you. Great. That's no joke. Like, it's, well, what you're saying there, you're going to actually literally inspire kids that are going to go and play for USA. And, you know, more, it's, yeah. it's not only that kid or a couple it's all the other kids that play and have these memories and these experiences along the way and like some you know when you're talking there about you see those little kids and you see you know yourself at that age you play with that kid's enthusiasm now that's why it's so fun to watch so yeah you're you're having a great impact (laughs) and you know you know I loved working with you as you know and the impact you had on the group and you know it's great for everyone to hear your story and what motivates you to to be such a force on the field Thank you. Yeah. I, I think, Sam, your development over these last couple of years has, has been outstanding. And I, I know it, it's been a dream of yours for a long time to try and go abroad. And, you know, full disclosure, was it like two years ago? We looked hard at, at some yeah. international opportunities for you, connect you with some clubs. And probably the biggest thing was is that you were still a little raw to rugby at that point and, you know, had only just made your crossover, had your first professional season where as much as yeah. it's professional rugby, it, you know, it's still startup mentality. How much individual development coaching can you get done in one season? But now you've had, a, 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 you know, since then, last year's season was cut short, but I thought you had a great start to that season. I also think you've had a tremendous amount of time, you know, with COVID, with everything where you physically look bigger and more developed yeah. and just your little basics of like breakdown work, some of your, you, you know, your technical aspects of your game have really developed in this last time. You know, how, how much, um, you know, to talk us to a little bit about that, because I, I really think now after this season, you are in a perfect position to go abroad compared to where a year or two, maybe it was a little bit too much in the infancy. Yeah, I think... Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, there's two ways you can go on lockdown, you know, either, you know, drink, drink way, it away. Or, the witching way. No, I just, you know, focused on a few things and I just, you know, grinded that out constantly. You know, me and Todd were lifting, you know, all the time as well. And, and you know, it was just a mental thing. I just needed to get you know, these reps in and I, and I had a whole time and I, and I, you know, sat down I was like, Hey, I got, I don't know when I'm going to come back to rugby. It's probably not going to be this year. So I got nine months or so to just hammer something out, get bigger. You know, I was at, you know, like one Oh, I don't know, one Oh four or something like that. And, you know, by the end I was one twelve kilos and I just, you know, I, I wanted to be bigger. And, and I thought that, you know, talking to USA guys and whatnot, you know, as a loose forward, what I needed to be at or what, what stuff. So yeah, I just hit the weight room, hit the, hit the film and, and, uh, hit the surfing, get the shoulder mobility in there. <laughs> and yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, but it, it, it really just, it just brought the being away from the game, just brought the, brought the love back, you know, like, I mean, it never, it never left, but it just, you know, made it so much stronger. Like, um, before the games, I'm just so thankful that, you know, I get to step on the field again. You know, we didn't know, 
last year, even, you know, pro sports or whatever was going to go on again. And I'm just so grateful. And I think every game, I just take it as it could potentially be my last game and, and just to go as hard as I can. And then I want to just follow up on, I think the next hurdle and the next thing for you is I think previously with the MLR, maybe not having as many eyes on it, the Eagles were the big shot window. You know, that was the place to be seen by clubs abroad. I think that is changing now. And I do think your body of work in this MLR will be massively noticed by abroad clubs. But I think for you and your development, the next step is we've got to see you repping that Eagle jersey consistently. And I, and I think you've done a lot of work on the field that gets you in that team straight away. But after, you know, the, the year and the 2019 season, I know a big goal of yours was to try and make that World Cup squad. And, and it was tough for you not to be in that that wider squad. You know, talk talk to us a little bit about that. And then, you know, there are some test windows coming up in July it's obviously a question mark of what's going on on the MLR at that same time, but are you going to be putting your hand up for those games? Cause, cause I think you're a front runner for, for a back row spot in those games. Yeah. I mean, my hand's always been up since I started, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll do my best and I'll, and I'll compete. And, and I know when I'm put in those positions, I'll thrive. And, and um, I, I'm always here. I'm, I'm waiting, but uh, no, I had, I had some good, good chats on the 2000, was it 19? Yeah, it wasn't. Um, yeah, it was kind of a whirlwind. I got, I was getting engaged then, and, and I actually did get the call. They called me, and, and they're like, hey, we actually want to bring you in. And, and at that point, I had already, I'm already in Europe, and I'm, I'm about to propose to uh, Mael, which is my wife now. And, and, I, and I wouldn't have, you know, again, it comes back to memories, and, and you know, that there's hopefully only one proposal and and that definitely so, definitely you know, only one yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> yeah and, and 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 uh yeah so i mean i'm definitely looking toward the next world cup you know i, I, put, I put that one aside you know i could have you know but i think also that um yeah just the more game time i had and i have now and i think i'm i'm in a much better position to play and thrive at that at that position um at that back row position you know, and I am ready. So, so Sam, there's some big tests in July. You know, I already alluded to it, trying to get an answer out of you. Hint, hint. But how excited are you at the prospect of possibly, you know, throwing down against England in in an Eagles jersey? Oh, I mean, I would love to, and you know, just another opportunity to play rugby at the highest level, at the you know highest of the high. You know, playing those those teams that you watch on TV and all the time. And yeah, I think you know. I know how I play and I think I would love to test it against, you know, other guys that are, you know, top of the top of the world in, in terms of that position. And yeah, I would just love to, you know, compare and, and just, yeah, whatever. Have you had any feedback from Gary Gold? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, he's given some good feedback. He's, you know, saying, you know, it's a, it's a great year, a few things to work on, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's just, He's excited for the test coming up and as of, you know, as are a whole bunch of us. And uh, yeah, he just gave some good positive feedback. So I'm ready to take that into to the games and it's, get it it's, on. You know, just, just alluding, like not just focusing on you, Song, but, but as a player, um, that's where the problem is going to have in, in, with MLR this year and international whenever it has that overlap. And there, there could be some pressure and there could be some, you know, things – 
But I think, you know, for myself, you know, personally, I know I talked about last last week of there was nothing better than wearing, you know, an Eagles jersey. And especially when you have opportunities for World Cups or playing at Twickenham or playing, you know, against some of the top countries and, and testing yourselves against it. But uh, but it is always going to be tough whenever you have to leave uh, the guys that you've been, you know, traveling with or, or training with or, you know, preseasoning with. But, I mean, that's just kind of the tough decisions, you know, you, you kind of have to know. I know, Corbs, you've, you've, you've had, you know, cross paths with, with, you know, premiership team in, in England. It, it's a tough dynamic and the club country divide and leaving at a time, you know, especially if, say, hypothetically, Legion are in for a playoff spot or you're in a run and you've got two big games to end the season and all of a sudden now your star players are, are, are getting asked to go play for America. It's an international window, but there's no technical agreement in place between the MLR and the USA. These are growing pains that they need to figure out. But I think, you know, in England, they have an EPS contract that has a, a club country and this is all laid out and at least you know the parameters. And I think one of the, the hardest things is that this league hasn't evolved to the point where that's set in stone and it hasn't quite, you know, because of COVID, it's a bit later and overlapping with the window. But I think in the future, these these issues won't happen. But I think for everyone can agree, especially on this part, everyone can agree, for the collective good of the sport in America, the best Eagles that get selected from the MLR should be on the flight and ready to throw down at Twickenham and put their flag in the sand on 4th of July on NBC, it's just meant to be. I'm sorry, I, I'm I'm out for it. That, that's it, you know, and, and and exactly, you just don't want uh, any owners or any uh, you know coaches or any you know directors rugby or, or executives to get in the way of of these kids, you know these these guys, these men's dreams to uh, to perform in that. So um, you know, I don't want to put you in a on a spot, Sam. No. So we kind of went on a rant. But, no, but, you know, uh, I think we, we kind of answered it and we'll, yeah. we need an agent to talk to. Uh... Todd, you're bang on because from the ownership's point of view or from them, you know, they're putting a lot of money behind this MLR, getting this league up, trying to get a, pro a product out. You know, the, the financial implications of making the playoffs and, and more ticket revenue gate, especially if fans are allowed back then and, and, and your brand and everything, you know, obviously they, they deserve a, like a say in this because it's, it's hard to say, Oh, we just have to ignore them. But it, it, I just think we have to look big picture long-term and not focus just on the foresight that this will be fixed long-term, but in the foresight, I hope that everyone gets behind that. And I don't think it's really fair to ask Sam that because it's not really his sort of question. He's going to go wherever the powers that be decide him. But everyone obviously knows his heart is fully behind representing America, which is amazing to see. Amazing for the sport. And I think, Sam, you've just been such a great advertisement for how the future of this league and just discovering more and more talent is only going to bolster everyone around with the season you're having this year. Yeah, appreciate it. And no, I, I, I had chats with, you know, the owners and all that, just in case these scenarios did come up and, and uh, the good thing about Legion, and I'm sure, I mean, I don't know if any other owner across, you know, the country would take away a kid's, you know, potential of playing for his country. You know, that'd be, that'd be mad if they did that. But uh, no, I had great conversations with ours, and, and they're fully supportive of, you know, if you get the call up, you know, that's that's the highest highest level you can get to, and you know, also with you know, uh, uh, the more egos each club has, you know, the you know the more value, you know that program is so i think yeah so hopefully we all hope so for sure i think all the mlr fans uh hope to see 
you know, that's the great thing now about watching this competition. Where were, where are we in the world? Can our best players go and compete with the best in the world? That's the challenge you want, Sam. That's the challenge we want as MLR fans, yeah. as American rugby fans. So, like, we, we, we're so excited by the MLR each week. We're so excited by England at, at Twickenham and Ireland at Aviva. What, I mean, what a season of rugby coming out of COVID. I, I mean... I'm ex- I mean, each game is, is crazy, you know? I mean, even watching, I love to just watch the games now, you know, like watch other teams and I'm like, dang, the, the rugby has developed so much, you know, so greatly and, and you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a dream, you know? Rugby yeah. is developing and it's it's coming a major sport and, and it's awesome. It's awesome to see. Yeah, no, and then just kind of, you know, you know, different, uh, you know, playing. I mean, you're, you're, you're the kind of player that would uh, thrive in a backyard minus playing against your dad. He'll dummy you, you know, on, on the island. As you've um, seen. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but like, you know, you, you'll thrive, you know, in, in Chula Vista, the training center on, on a field, or, you know, you, you, you're going to be that person that's going to soak up that atmosphere and energy, you know, at a Twickenham as well. And, you know, I just can't wait for you to be in that Eagles jersey at a World Cup or at some, because it's only a matter of time, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, you know, I back you and, and your decisions and, and just your mindset and your heart's definitely on, on the right place. And, and like Corpse before, you wear it on your sleeve. So, uh, you know, just continue doing that. And, and, and you have so many fans supporting you for sure. Thank you. Yeah, I think that's like, that's something I've always, you know, implemented in my game is like you know i grew up i'm an i'm an island kid run around no shoes you know i play rugby in the sand and i've played on on the biggest stages you know i've played in um the uh the uh highest you know playoff game in college where there's ninety thousand people and and you know i play my game whether it's at the otc with no fans or whether it's at twickenham or whether it's at you know super bowl stadium i'm gonna play exactly how I do play always and and I think if one thing football did teach me is you know to keep those emotions and play be the same person you are regardless of fans you know kind of silence the fans even if there isn't fans but to bring your own energy and to you know play your style no matter what this is we talked Tom about uh, in the MLR a great thing to keep in mind is to outperform your environment because you're going to go to some yeah. Uh, parks with maybe some dog doo doo around, and then you're going to go to SoFi Stadium and the Coliseum. But if you keep that yeah. and you keep control of that, that's how you get the top of the stats every single week. And Sam's played the most minutes in the league because he constantly carries that mantra that he's taking control. Um, and just a point on you know you going to play against England and Ireland. I, I also think from the point of view of us producing an American product. Sam, you're somewhat different from your average English player that comes through an academy system. You bring something different, right? We have to harness your individuality and we have to be American about it, you know? And that's where we're going to have success. Um, And that's what we want to see. Let's do it in in the American way and take it around the world and see if we can beat the best. Exactly. Absolutely, mate. I think it's spot on. And I think that's a great way uh, to finish it. Sam, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Uh, we wish you nothing but luck. You know, enjoy uh, enjoy the bye week. Uh, come back into that Houston game, uh, all guns blazing. But yeah. thanks for sharing. Thanks for coming on. I know from everyone here on the pod, it's an absolute pleasure. And uh, we hope to speak to you again soon. Thank you. Aloha, guys. Congrats Thank on you. the win, mate. Uh, get your feet up. Say hi to Mel and all the lads. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you next time out against Houston. <laughs> 
This week's American Rugby Show was brought to you by Gilly's Legendary Lager. A lager this crushable doesn't come around that often. Let's find out. I stand by that statement. All right, guys, uh, that's another wrap on the State of the Union. I, I-, I thought Sam was awesome. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. I think we all are, all know him uh, actually personally. And I-, and I think you see that the person behind is some, sometimes the absolute monster you see on the field is such a, a-, a nice, soft-spoken, absolute, like, you know, gent of a guy as well and humble and, and kind. Like, I absolutely love it. And I think he embodies so much what is good about the MLR right now. Yeah, Sam's the emotional heartbeat of any uh, any team he's on. Just a fantastic teammate and now a student of the game. And uh, hopefully in a few years to come, we'll see him following our mate Todd into the American Rugby Hall of Fame. Oh, no, no. He's, uh, he's definitely uh, surpassed me and humbles me. I mean, uh, you know, I've known him, you know, personally for, for a few years now. And, you know, from surfing to, you know, extra workouts, everything else, he amazed me. He's an amazing husband, amazing friend. And, and uh, we wish him all the best and, you know, best guest ever. That was awesome. And you can bang with the best of them, which is what I love the most. So, no, from everyone listening, we really appreciate you all following the show. Keep an eye out for the MLR Breakdown, which is also out this week, which has tons of analysis, tons of insight, and a lot of banter and gillies drunk along the way. For everyone listening, keep making sure you check out our socials on at the American Rugby Show on Instagram at the Am Rugby Show on Twitter. Keep subscribing, keep sharing, favoriting, retweeting, telling your friends about any content or anything going on in this pod. We really appreciate the growth. Our numbers are growing from week on week. Thank you for support. Make sure you check us out on the Rugby Network as well. Really chuffed about being on there. From everyone else, we'll see you all again next week where we have a big interview to drop. Lastly, a big thank you for this week's show, which was brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.